Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's edition of Belief Beat, a podcast out of Unity Lutheran Church in Brookfield, Wisconsin, where we get to talk about things that matter with people that matter. I'm Muriel Otto. I'm one of the pastors here. I am joined by baby Sal, my daughter, Manny, my dog, and our very special guest, Graham Gallagher. Hi, Graham. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Graham is on staff here. He's our newest staff addition. He is our media and communications specialist. And he started January 1, but because of COVID and just because of the nature of your job, right? You were just telling us that you haven't, you haven't like met most of the people here. Um, so we said, awesome. We totally know how to fix that. <laughs> he is signed up to read the gospel this next week. And we thought we would bring him on here just so we can get to know you a little bit more. Um, he came on board. This is a brand new position, but he came on board when... We realized during COVID that the potential for online ministries is just like almost endless um, and that it would be a great investment to have someone dedicated to that. And you've just come in uh, and you've just taken all those ministries right to the next level. So you've you've been here six months now. Yeah, a full uh, a full half year, I guess, which is kind of crazy. I, I feel like I just started um, only like, a, I feel like it's only been like a week, to be honest, just because the first couple of months were... Um, kind of crazy with uh, quarantine and um, still kind of figuring out like should I work from home or should I come in and um, all that stuff so over the last couple of months I've been able to come into Unity more and um, work with all the staff and uh, it's just crazy to think about it's six months is not that long of a time when you think about it in this way so it's really exciting you put up with our kids you pet our dogs yeah, it's more they put up with me. <laughs> well, um, do you like tell us what you remember about when you started? What were you thinking coming in? What What do you remember of like your first day, your first impressions? Yeah, um, man, I guess uh, I don't know. I guess we can go into like some backstory of how I why I applied for this position. I don't know if that's jumping the gun. <laughs> that's a, bit. a great place to start. Why uh, did you apply? Yeah, there? I mean, I. Uh, so before I came here, I so I still work at the same church. So I split between Unity and a different church um, about part-time. So the other church I work at is in Franklin, Wisconsin. Um, it's called Faith Community Church. Um, really lovely place. So that was my first job I got here um, when I moved into Milwaukee uh, in August. And um, what had happened was I found a kind of a second job in Racine doing, I don't even know if you know this, Mo, but I had a job in Racine um, in an, like kind of an after-school like educational center. Um, so high schoolers and middle schoolers could stop by for free and just I could help them with their homework. I'm pretty awful at math, so a lot of time <laughs> I stuck with English and writing and uh, anything they needed help with. But what happened was that um, there just weren't enough hours there for me to kind of Sure. keep doing what I want to do so um and so I started to look for other positions and then I found unity and thought I'd give it a shot um and then in January um or I guess before Christmas I was lucky enough to get hired and very fortunate and then January I started so um it's definitely been a, a really awesome turnaround and a lot of fun and I guess when I, my first day, I remember I came on a Tuesday for a staff meeting and it was still when staff meetings were, uh, were, uh, over like zoom, even though a lot of us were in the same building. 
So <laughs> it was definitely an interesting way to get to know people. And um, I think right away I, I, uh, I felt very welcomed and um, uh, just, I was just excited to get working and be able to work with all the pastors and all the staff members. Yeah, what a funny way to start, because I think <laughs> we were all sitting, like, each in different rooms in the yep. church and all joining the same Zoom call. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think of what I remember about your very first start. I think what was funny about this day is I started with Cindy, too. Right. So both of us kind of, I remember we had, there was a part in the staff meeting of, like, introductions, <laughs> and... Uh, and then I was reading over the agenda, and I was like, man, this is so official. I'm so nervous. And, <laughs> and I, I quickly realized that it's, uh, it's pretty laid back. Yeah, yeah, we're very official around here. And yeah, <laughs> so Graham started at the same time as Cindy Flynn, who is our interim director of Christian education. Um, but your position is not interim. We're hoping we have you for <laughs> ages and ages. I think what I remember about when you started is you told us that you were a sports guy. And I was like, great, yeah. okay, we can talk about that. But then you said, you're a soccer fan. Yeah. And so I had to yeah. go home and ask my husband, Andrew, to like feed me tidbits about your <laughs> soccer team so I would know what to make fun of you about. Is, uh, Which is, team is it again? So I support, um, and if you guys are in the soccer know-how, you may cringe when I say this, but I'm a huge uh, Arsenal fan. And why yeah. would people cringe? Well, Arsenal for the last two years have just been, um, I don't know how you put it, just, just awful just woeful um and so if you follow the premier league or any like soccer tidbits then you'll know that arsenal is kind of a uh, bit of a laughing stock these days so i we can think we gotta admire anybody who cheers for a team that's losing <laughs> i mean i really i only started supporting them because they're the first team that popped up when i played fifa oh. so i picked them um so this doesn't root very far at all but uh Ever since I was like 14, they've been my, my team. So, um, but yeah, we're, <laughs> we just trust the process and hope that they, uh, they get better. Next year will be better. We will add them to our prayers. For <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this is a side, but I remember, I don't know if you were at the online worship, but during, we were, when we were recording, they were playing this game and they like, um, they're just choking this lead. And I remember telling John about it. And like saying like, hey, can you pray for my team? And they managed to pull it off. So it worked out. Power of prayer. <laughs> Amazing every time. Well, as you've probably discovered already, there are a lot of sports fans around this place. So I think people appreciate having some common ground. And you and I have been talking a ton about the Bucks. We're really pumped for the game tonight. We're filming this on, recording this on a Tuesday. Yeah, uh, I, I, I just got word uh, that... Harden is out again, but and, and Kyrie out. is is uh, I've heard it's doubtful. Oh, okay. Well, we'll take it. I mean, that's the... <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it all. We'll take it all. But anyways, back to you and your story. Tell us about. I mean, uh, remind remind me where you grew up and like, did you <laughs> does this make sense knowing you know you as a kid <laughs> that you would be here working at a church and two churches in Wisconsin? Yeah, I. Uh... I grew up in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, um, and that's right outside Madison. So um, from when it's grown since I was a kid, it's about, it's going to eventually reach Madison. So it's about 10 minutes away. Um, yeah, I grew up there, um, 
And when I was a kid, before I got into high school, I originally thought I, would, I wanted to be a social worker. Um, so when I was heading into high school, I remember one of the first classes, AP classes I took was AP Psych, because um, I kind of wanted to just be with people and I, I didn't want to work in a cubicle and all that stuff. And I wanted to get outside and just, you know, kind of experience um, people and learn about others. And, and so uh, when I got through high school, though, I joined a club called Forensics, um, which is not like the crime scene investigation type deal. It's the, it's the public speaking um, club. And I did a category, if, if you have any kids who went through it or if you're listening and you did it in high school, uh, my category was radio. Um, I don't have the greatest radio voice, but I love that so much. And ever since then, I, I always had this fond idea that I would host a morning show. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's something along those lines. So uh, and I, I, I went to uh, St. Norbert College in De Pere, Wisconsin, uh, which was absolutely wonderful. Um, and I studied uh, communication and media studies. And... Um, from there, I was like, I'm just going to do something in communication and hopefully get into some form of media. Um, and then I, um, my main kind of uh, activity there was uh, heading the newspaper. So I joined my freshman year and wrote about sports. That's no surprise to anyone. <laughs> and then I eventually became the editor-in-chief. And it's not a huge paper, but it was just really fun to kind of experience that. And um, for a bit, I worked for the Press Gazette um, for a year or so doing high school sports reporting and that was a lot of fun. And so kind of coming out of college and um, what I really wanted to do is just be a journalist of some sort. So, um, uh, but what I quickly learned is that uh, if you're gonna be a journalist, you have to have, you have to be able to set up a camera and shoot your own film and write your own film or your script and then also write about it online and have website design and all that jazz. So. Um, it's something that I still kind of hope to do in the future, maybe, but um, I really enjoy like just working with media and um, working with everyone here and just being able to produce content and um, just having those skills and um, just being able to learn on the go is something that's just keeps every day interesting. Um, so, yeah. That's interesting. So you wanted to be a social worker even like in middle school? I think a lot of people yeah. don't even know what a social worker is. Do you have someone in your family or...? No, so my mom is the third grade teacher, and my dad, um, he works with, like, bikes, so he kind of, like, sells bikes par bike parts and gets all that stuff, so I don't really know the official title, but, so I didn't really have any experience, but I think in eighth grade, we did an activity where it was, like, you would go to a website and, you know, you, you'd search your interests and, like, or you search a job, and then it comes up with the salary and the requirements yes. and all that stuff, and... I think I landed on like some social work kind of aspect and I was like, I could do that. But I didn't really know what it all entailed and how difficult it can be. So yeah, it was really, uh, and then high school kind of changed it all. But um, Well, that's yeah. interesting to me because if you combine like the speaking of forensics and the communication of your degree and, and journalism and then like the care for people of social work, that's kind of ministry, yeah. and I've been really impressed. One of the first things you and I worked on together was the Hebron House promotions, and uh, you just have, you have incredible, like, grace and of manners and a lovely way of 
connecting with different people and making them feel comfortable, which have all been huge assets here. Uh, so I don't know. I think this seems like a great fit for you. It's certainly been a great fit for us. Have you had like a, a favorite thing that you've worked on since you've been here? Or a most challenging thing, maybe? Yeah. Um, I think a favorite wow, thing. Wow, wow. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> hey, Sal. I think um, the favorite thing I've worked on so far is just, um, honestly, I, I do enjoy making the online worship videos a lot. I think, um, I think starting off, that was pretty difficult because um, I, I always give myself too little time to do things or I get like, oh, I need to edit this and make it kind of fun. And then I'm like, oh, I still got to do all this stuff. And then uh, I'm just working on it for too long, but kind of getting into the groove of that and and also just figuring out how a service works here. Uh, I, I grew up Catholic, so um, kind of learning about um, kind of how your worship service are structured and how that all um, goes down has been has been really enjoyable to learn about. And um, that's something that I've had to adjust to um, in, a, in a very good way. I do enjoy it. Um, the heart, or I guess, I think outside of online worship, I think the Hebron House videos were a lot of fun to make. Um, I know we went there to reveal the final total, and that was just, I, I think the video doesn't capture it, like, when we were there, like, how ecstatic um, they were, um, Marine, to, like, hear about that total, so. Can I tell people what, what it was? In yeah, case, so yeah. In case you weren't around during Lent, we always um, pick a partner to um, be the beneficiary of our Lent offerings, um, and usually it gets, like, four or $5,000 raised, which is a really cool amount to get to give to someone who's doing good work. And this year we were doing Hebron House. They were raising money for internet and computers for, um, they have three homeless shelters in Waukesha. And our land offering just kept going up and up and up. And every total, Graham was, or every week, Graham was making these videos to share the new total. That and was it lovely. ended up over $17,000 and we got to go Mm -hmm. Like see that, like tell them the number and film while they heard it and see their faces, and it was awesome. And just capturing those kind of moments so that you know it's cool for us in the room, but because of what you do, like hundreds yeah. of other people get to be in that room too, and and that's just that's just that's so cool. That's such a huge asset of having you here. Sorry, I'll stop gushing about you. So like, <laughs> so people can actually get to know you better. So so what what else should we know about you? Like, what are things? You know, that people who know you, if we went up, you know, to all of your friends and family and said, tell us three things about Graham, what does, like, everybody know about you that we should know? Um, this is one thing that I learned. Uh, so I didn't study abroad. I studied afar in Washington, D.C. in college. <laughs> so uh, what I did there is I went to just a, a media program, which is really awesome. And so... A lot of the stuff I know now kind of uh, kind of comes from what uh, uh, from that institute. Um, but one thing that they told me very on, like they had some guy come in, like some motivational speaker, and he literally just looked at all of us, and then he didn't know anything about us, but then said one thing about us. It was kind of creepy. Like he like literally just took a guess. He he said, "What's your name? Where are you from?" And then he just took like two minutes and like stared us in the eye, and then just kind of made kind of just a bold like um like take on us what that's so weird 
did it he was, say about you? Well, he said that you look like the guy that has to, that takes in everything before he, you speak. Interesting. And then I was like, that's no way, like, you know, I like to just kind of talk and things like that. But then, like, a week after that, I realized that's, like, that's what I would do. <laughs> so, like, if you're ever working with me on, like, a project or um, anything like that, I like to listen to what everyone else has to say first and just take it all in and then, um, you know, talk then. So I think if there's anything I'm – I think I'm more of a listener than a talker, which is weird when I'm on here now. But um, So that's one thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, another thing um, is this is people, things to know about me. If they, um, along with being a big soccer fan, I am a huge baseball fan. Um, that's my favorite sport. I grew up playing it, um, played it throughout high school. What position? So I started at first base because I grew like a bunch in, in <laughs> middle school. Uh, and then um, I went from the corner infield to the outfield in high school. And fast. Yeah, like one year they're like, you're gonna play off field. And I was like, oh, I hate this so much. I, and I have like terrible eyesight, so I had to wear glasses <laughs> on the field like a dork, but it was really cool. Um, so now I, I, uh, I, played a, <laughs> I played a mean left field, we'll say that. Um, but so unfortunately, I am not a Brewer fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll cheer for them and I love watching them. And I've been to like already like a couple games at AmFam Field, but. I'm a oh, I'm a big Oakland Athletics fan. What? How on earth did that happen? <laughs> so, uh, if you guys have seen the movie Moneyball, greatest <laughs> baseball movie of all time. Whoa, um, we're gonna we're gonna have that. I'll another plug podcast it there. About baseball yeah. movies. <laughs> but uh, I uh, I remember when I was really young, around that era. I think maybe it was the year after the A's were on ESPN, which never happens. But my dad was watching the game, and as a kid, I was obsessed with the color green, and so I saw their. <laughs> I saw their jerseys, and uh, as my dad says, uh, the rest was history. So, um, and my dad's from Chicago, so he's a Cub fan. So he couldn't even convert me to cheer for the Cubs. So I just cheer for the A's, uh, and it hasn't stopped yet. So you are firm in your convictions, and you guys should know oh, Graham's wearing a green shirt, right? I am. Oh. People always say like, "Oh, you like the A's? You went to St. Norbert." Uh, you cheer for the Packers, you know, everything you yeah. do is green and yellow of some sort. Right, so. St. Norbert is green. Yeah. <laughs> cool, that's a good thing to know. Only green sports teams. Well, Bucks are green, too. Bucks are green, too, and uh, <laughs> it's definitely, uh, I would say it's a coincidence. I didn't just go to St. Norbert because of the colors, I promise. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any other things people should know about me. Um, I live in downtown Milwaukee. Um, I have a cat, so um, yeah, it's just been really nice. I love to live in the city, so um, I'm hoping to stick around there um, for while I'm here. So. Awesome. Well, let's see. What about what about the next six months? What are your? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I could tell people just a little bit about what your job actually entails. So yeah. the main thing is putting together the worship videos, um, and if you are someone who watches service online you've probably noticed just like each week there's one new thing. Like each week he takes it up a level and up a level and up a level. And this last week he put all of this different um, photos and clips of just scenes from our church being together and put them into a backdrop for a praise song. So cool. But so that's, that's one main job. And then also all the content for our 
Facebook and Instagram pages, um, cool promo videos, and, and then recording like different musical groups and everything. Um, anything I'm missing? No, I think that about... Um, and this is all at just half time. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so definitely that's kind of what I do right now. And I don't really like to try and constrict it at all because I, I love trying new things and... Um, one thing I uh, I learned when I, I worked at a summer camp for a couple of years. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> she approves. And I uh, one thing they talked about was uh, servant leadership. Um, so uh, shoot, what is the Bible verse? It's rather let the greatest among you be the youngest, uh, the leader as a servant. Uh, Luke twenty two twenty six. Um, and so. Just like I love to be able to help people out in any way I can and just um, serve people. So if there's any new projects or anything that cop, uh, pops up, please let me know and I'd be more than willing to, um, to help in that regard. So, and always just trying to learn new things. So in regards to anything online, um, if there's any ideas you have for, um, for me to make it better, for us to make it better, just um, feel free to shoot me an email or text me or anything like that. Um, I'm always open to new ideas and um, anything like that. So. Awesome. And you get to come to El Salvador yeah. in a month. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that would be super fun. I have never been to El Salvador, and um, I can't remember the last time I was on a plane. <laughs> so that'll be a, a really good time. Um, and just kind of, uh, with the help of everyone on the trip, kind of document what's been going on and everything like that. So Absolutely. the nerves hasn't kicked in yet. Yep. But come like July 10th, I'm going to be panicking. So if you see me, just tell me it's all going to be okay. Yeah, well, we're, we're grateful to you for coming on that trip. And we're looking forward to um, what kinds of storytelling we can do about our partners and what they're doing down there through all of your gifts. And we're just grateful that you're here. Um, you know, this past weekend, we had the celebration of life for Joanne Tom. And um, you didn't get to know her. You didn't, I mean, you haven't even gotten to know hardly anyone from the church but you were out there for like four hours in the super, super hot sun um, filming people's uh, thoughts about her and messages to her and stories that we wanted to save. So that was just a really cool gift that you gave us, uh, one of many. So we are glad that you're here. Thanks for coming on so people could get to know you a little bit. Thanks to all of you for listening. Um, and... I don't know, any parting words for us, Graham? Thanks for putting up with Sal, um, Manny. Oh, they're rock stars. Um, any parting words? I would just say, um, it was if you're listening to this and you uh, got to meet me or reconnect with me at the um, celebration on Sunday, uh, I just wanna say uh, thanks for coming over and just talking about Joanne. Um, I'm really fortunate to be able to hear the, the awesome words that you guys have had to say. and. Um, also just really fortunate to finally get to meet people without masks on and yeah. <laughs> everything like that. So um, that was a, a big thank you to all of you who uh, made that happen. Well, thank you, Graham. Thanks to all of you for popping in to meet the man behind the camera. And um, stay tuned in this podcast. Graham's got lots of more ideas for where this can go. So we will say goodbye to now. And as you go on your way, may God Bless you and Arsenal fans everywhere this week. Oh, please. Take care, everyone.